0: Hi, welcome to this edition of The Originals Podcast, a podcast where we get together and we talk with various people about interesting stuff that they're doing. Uh, Glad that you're here. I'm your host, Joe Campbell, and today I have a co-host, Mr. Phil Hyland. Say hi, Phil. Hey, everybody. (laughs) This is really cool because I'm usually
1: outside of the uh, room here. So, this is very special. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. Yeah, we usually don't let him inside, but today we're taking a chance. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> all right. So, if you hear him again in future podcasts, it's all going to be dependent on how this goes today. Right. Not that there's any pressure. No pressure. No pressure. I don't feel it. All right. All right. So, uh, we and our guest today, we have two guests today. So, it's like a big group encounter session this morning uh, as we record this. Uh, we got Brett Wims uh, and Hank Klen uh, and people who are members of Christ Lutheran Church probably know each of them because they've been around forever. Brett, how long you been here? 27 years. 20, that's a long time. Okay. You, and you don't even look over a day, a day over 25.
2: Yeah, well, it's when I was born. <laughs> oh, right. I see.
0: All right. All right. Okay. And uh, and Hank, how long have you been around? Uh, we've been around since uh, 75. 75. All right. That's, uh-huh. that's an even longer time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, we're going to talk today with, uh, uh, with Brett and Hank about Bible study because they both lead uh, Bible studies here at the church and have been doing that for quite some time. Brett, how long have uh, you been leading Bible studies around here?
2: Well, I've been leading uh, Bible study um, on Sunday morning for uh, about uh, four or five years. Okay. And then I've been a part of uh, the Men's Thursday evening Bible study for, you know, um, 25 years. So okay. I've been a part of Christ Lutheran Church Bible studies. Uh, my entire uh, time here at the church. Since you were just a little baby. Right. Yeah,
0: yes. and, and Hank, how, uh, how long have you, you've been leading the Sunday morning Bible study. Right. For, <laughs> like forever, right?
3: Yeah, it seems like forever. It's been probably uh, 30 years ago that we started the, that Bible study. Uh-huh. At the time it started, uh, we were in the old sanctuary, and it actually met in what was a crying room. And eventually became the kitchen.
0: And was it the crying room because of your Bible study Not exactly,
3: but that uh, we did get, uh, from time to time, we would get notes from the pastor uh, that could we hold it down. And we would send notes back and tell them, well, as long as they would sing the hymns a little bit uh, softer, we would quiet down. But we had to speak up just to to be a little bit louder than the, the hymn singing at the time. So uh-huh. it's it's had a long history it has. the meeting on Sunday mornings. It has.
0: So you've probably seen, both of you, a lot of a lot of people, especially you, Hank, uh, uh, come and go and filter in and out of Bible study yeah, over the years. Yeah, uh,
3: and they recycle, too. So yeah. we've seen them come and go and come and go. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's one interesting thing is even when they visit, they usually... Show up again. Yeah. Okay.
0: And what 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 draws you to Bible study and particularly to Bible study leadership?
2: Well, um, I don't believe that uh, a faith journey can be um, can be completed without um, diving into into uh, the Word of the Bible. Um, you can only get so much um, nourishment uh, on Sunday. Um, and it's too much responsibility for the pastor to be the sole person you know in charge of teaching you. Um, and, and the Bible, there's there's so much there's so much there that if I don't um, do daily devotionals and read the Bible, if I'm not part of other Bible studies, and if I'm not facilitating other Bible studies, then I don't know how I can grow. And so so it's really about, Understanding more about the Creator and Savior, and it's it, there's so much there that I know that I'll spend the rest of my life learning more, um, and that will prepare me for my eternal life. Mm, okay.
3: Uh, probably the thing that um, uh, has drawn me to the leadership aspect of it. <clears throat> was just uh, being able to watch people grow, I had the opportunity before I became involved with the bible the adult Bible study to lead some high school bible studies and uh, that was always interesting and the discipline of preparing for the bible study frankly uh, is uh, is a good discipline, and when I'm not leading, I uh, miss that, Mm -hmm. that discipline of being in the Bible myself. So there's a selfish reason for it to a certain extent. Mm. And then the other opportunity that it provides is to watch others in the Bible study uh, become leaders themselves. And we always have shared uh, the leadership of the actual Bible study itself in the Sunday adult uh, Bible study and right now we have there are three of us that are involved in sharing that, that leadership. And we're always looking for a fourth or a fifth. Yeah, yeah. And it reduces the load a little bit, but it also provides uh, some variation because each of us leads in a different different way mm. and has a different emphasis. Well,
0: it also gives you a chance to, to mentor other leaders coming uh, but, up uh, through.
3: Yeah. It's a good opportunity for that and um, and that's another. It gives you a chance to be a member of the Bible study as well as from time to time lead it.
0: Brett, what you were saying a minute ago kind of struck me uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, you were saying there was there's so much there, you never run out, you know. Um, I remember when I was in seminary thinking, you know, over the course of a career, I'm going to have to preach on this same text, you know, over and over and over. I was terrified, you know. it's like, how am I ever going to preach this same story again and again and again and again and all these years later I look back and I realize now you know that every time you approach a text there's something there that you didn't see before that God is showing you something that 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 as many times as you've looked at that text hasn't been there the last time well it was there but you didn't see it the last time you know, or Or you see it now in a new way because of a new situation within your life or God has something new to tell you, which has always kind of fascinated me. The other thing that you said that kind of connected with me was the importance of Bible study because of the limited opportunity on Sunday morning in worship. I've always drawn a distinction between the sermon as proclamation and Bible study as Bible study. To me, the sermon is 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 proclaiming jesus okay? which is different than you know a word by word or a week or a sentence by sentence actual study of the scripture you know and while there's some crossover what you guys do in bible study is so important because it's not exactly the same thing though necessary that we do on sunday mornings within the context of the sermon let me ask you one more question. That's going to be Phil's turn, okay? Okay. All right. Because he is the co-host after all. Easy there. I'm like the backup quarterback. <laughs> oh, I see. So okay. Not, all not. right. If I twist my ankle with a question, then you're ready to step in. <laughs> I just don't want to make any bad plays. So. That's why I'm being like
1: super quiet, right? Yeah. Now. Well,
0: well, well. Here's a question for you that that I was thinking about. Um, in in all these years that you've been participating or leading Bible study. What is one thing, maybe not the most important thing, but one thing that you have really learned through that experience? What's something that comes to mind that, is, that, is, that grows out of, for you out of that experience?
3: I think uh, probably um, the one thing that, that stands out is uh, an opportunity to be connected. Uh, you uh in a in a small group although ours is kind of uh oversized for a small group but it still has that that setting you connect to of course the word mm-hmm. and that's important to learn from each other but also you connect to each other and it's another connection to in this case the church or the body of Christ and i think it's that connectedness that um you sometimes miss if you just attend service alone and don't belong to a small group. And, um, you know, the circle, uh, it grows. I mean, it's not only the people that attend, but the people that they know that you pray for and so forth. And so you, you know, you have all these uh, connections that become, uh, just enhance the, the awareness Of what's going on in our community or in our circle of of Christians that that we participate with.
2: Okay. Well, before I give um, my take on that question, I'd like to go on record as saying I believe everybody at Christ Lutheran Church should be a part of a Bible study, Mm -hmm, Um, a group Bible study. Um, I don't know how a person can can get through the difficulties and the challenges of our earthly lives um, without participating in a group Bible study because, you know, 10 people can read the same verse and can uh, uh, have a different take on what it says to them. Um, I think in Bible study, not only do we uh, read the scripture verse by verse often, but we also try to determine... Um, The intention that it was written for You know, what, what was this scripture We know what it says But what was the author's intention How did he want us to understand this And I'm always afraid that Scripture can be misinterpreted So when we start with our Bible study We try and get to the bottom of What was the intention That this scripture was written What was the point You know um, we could all have our own opinion, mm-hmm. but in a group of people studying the Bible, together we can at least hope, hope that we get an answer on why it was written and what it means to our lives today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we often say in our Bible study that Scripture was good at the time it was written. It's good for today, and it's good forever. You know, mm-hmm. that's what we believe Scripture says. It wasn't written a long time ago, and it doesn't apply to our lives today. It's valid then, it's valid now, and it will be valid forever. And that's why it's so important to be part of a group Bible study in my perspective. Okay. So
0: what have you learned besides that?
2: Well, uh, one of my first Bible studies was the book of Matthew. And uh, certainly Matthew is really, it, it touches everything. How we treat each other, Um, You know, the Sermon on the Mount, as Jesus is teaching. um, I love reading the red letters in the Bible, Jesus teaching us. um, And he really teaches us about everything. You know, the book of Matthew is a great place to start, because start to finish, um, you know, it tells us how we should live our lives. You know, the Great Commission, um, go and baptize others in my name. You know, um, it's just, there's so much teaching in the Bible that I've learned how to live my life through the words of the author Matthew and also through the teaching of Jesus. It it helps me start my day in the morning. It helps me throughout the day. And it teaches me um, how to handle all of life's problems in in a way that supports my faith. Okay. Thank you.
0: Phil is looking at starting a community Bible study after the first of the year. That's That's really targeted not only to CLC members, but to people in the community who maybe don't have uh, a Bible study or a home church or even perhaps still exploring faith. So, so Phil, maybe you have a couple of personal questions Uh, that you'd like to ask uh, Hank or brett based on their experience yeah well like i told pastor joe
1: i think um some of this podcast conception for you guys coming in being our guest is selfish you know because um (laughs) i don't know for whatever reason i always feel like a novice you know when uh when you asked me to fill in for you one time a few years ago i was just terrified and you know i you gave me the materials and i prepped i don't know how well i prepped but um you know, I'll, I'll just say this: like I, I was definitely on the sidelines, and the reason I came to your Bible study, Brett, and to your Bible study, Hank, is because Pastor Joe during a sermon said, "You know, if you're not in a Bible study, you need to be in a Bible study," and um, you know that just hit me at a time where I was open to taking some direction, and I think I still need direction, and I know I already know the answer to my question. I need to develop more, but. Yeah, I wanted to have you guys in here because I really do want to learn from all of you guys, the three of you, um, because I feel like starting this community church, or if you want to call it a house church, and opening up to people who don't necessarily go to our church in particular, or maybe they are young men and women who have never been to church... (coughs) You know, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit, I, and I, I need some tools. You know, yeah. I, I need some tools. I mean, I'm I'm not a young guy, but I always feel like a novice in my faith, and I think um, you know that's why I want to I, I want to dig a little deeper with you guys, and I do want to get some nuts and bolts. Like, you know, what are some materials? Did a pastor, Hank, initially give you like, hey, here's a a nice curriculum, it's all pretty in a bow, and here you go, all you have to do is open it and read it, and you're all set. I mean, what kind of materials were you given, or did you bring to the table on your own? We,
3: we for years, used an Augsburg series, and that series um, had basically a leader's guide and a participant's guide, and there are many of those around, but I think probably as a leader the most important thing is prayer mm. and thank you for saying that. <laughs> yeah because you can't uh, you prepare and uh, you know but you can't anticipate what how the Bible study is going to go. It's spirit led right. and you just have to kind of be comfortable with letting it go keeping to the theme and so forth but you pray about it you know before during and after and and more often than not the spirit shows and you learn things from yourself that you didn't even see in the lesson to begin with but um, but you come prepared Mm-hmm. And so you can pick up the pieces if it, if it stumbles and and uh, get back to the theme. But there are plenty of good materials around, and um, I, I would say if you're starting, use some of those materials because oh, it, yeah. it gives you a base to, to start from.
1: Now, are we still in the Augsburg in our Bible study? No. Oh. Oh. We,
3: we uh, uh, left that series, and uh, now... I happen to be using a series um, that actually comes out of the UK, and N.T. Uh, right. Wright is mm-hmm. the is the author of those Very materials, yeah. and it's good material. Pastor Mike put me onto it, uh-huh. and um, and he's a good source as is Pastor Joe, oh, but yeah. of of materials that are around. And again, it has a leadership guide and and a, a study guide for the with its study
2: itself.
0: Brett, what would be your best piece of advice or tool that you would offer Phil?
2: Well, certainly um, uh, pick something that you're interested in. You know, um, If it's a, a word-by-word um, a breakdown of a book of the Bible or a theme, mm-hmm. um, find, find like Hank was saying, a book, a study guide. You know, Find something that interests you Um, and then, you know, preparation, like you said, you know, I spend a couple of hours every week preparing to lead, uh, the Sunday morning discovery Bible study. And I answer all the questions and uh, ultimately I'll, I'll be working on a question and, and I'll need more information. So there's no lack of resources, you know, for information to help. Um, and so find a study guide, um, and prepare, and pray, and you know, I I think that if people are gonna take an hour out of their busy lives to attend a Bible study, Mm -hmm. you have to be efficient with your time. You know, start on time. Yeah. Open with a word of prayer, asking that you be led by the Spirit. Like Hank said, all Bible studies are Spirit led. And then keep the Bible study moving, keep people interested, engage everybody. It's not a dictatorship, it's a dialogue with everybody in the group. Oh, yeah. um, uh, be careful about getting sidetracked. Sometimes the study can get hijacked, so you have to <laughs> yeah, I've so seen you have that. to have good leadership skills uh. to keep it on point. You do, yeah. And then, you know, always make sure to leave time at the end for prayers. You know, yeah. take everybody wants to uh, have your small group, okay, Bible study, prayer for pray for their friends or families that are suffering. So yeah. um, start on time, be prepared. Um, make sure you leave time uh, at the end for prayers. Um, get other people involved in praying. Um, a lot of people are afraid to pray in public. Yeah. But if you don't teach them or give them up an opportunity, they're never going to learn. So that's that would be my advice for leading the Bible study is have a strategy and, and make sure you're have an efficient use of people's time I'm going to have one of those quarterback things on my uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, cool. yeah. well,
1: I knew this was going to be gold I mean these are all golden nuggets and um, I will say something about the jackhammers we hear right now that's just mm-hmm. for us that's the sound of progress I mean you've been at the church for a yeah. long time and I think your crying room, which was your first Bible yeah. study meeting place, is now being transformed into like a, a kitchen or a, a coffee bar maybe or right a now. Cafe or cafe. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, I love that our church is it's prayer, you know. Just pray. Get in and pray. Become a prayer warrior. I learned that on a curcio I went to because I volunteered to go on a men's uh, curcio retreat. And that was huge. You know, you step out of your comfort zone. And you really do. It's like going to boot camp. It's boot camp for prayer. And I will say, I'm not afraid to pray in public anymore because I'm not worried about, oh, it's got to come out perfectly <laughs> and I'm, or I'll say the wrong thing. I know that the Holy Spirit is going to do all the heavy lifting, and that's, mm-hmm. that's a big relief. I mean, I am still a bit, uh, you know, have some trepidation about starting this community church, but I'm just going to do it. But I love what Brett said. It's like you, you have to prepare, and you can't waste people's time. And I don't want to waste people's time, and I want to, i want them to be engaged. And um, I'm not going to strive for perfection, definitely. Just some spiritual and prayerful progress. Um, and you know how you are saying people bring just a boatload of prayer, including myself, to these Bible studies. And I know that Hank and I, we spent a lot of time initially... Taking a list from folks around the room, like who can we pray for, and where do you keep a prayer journal? Are you kind of keeping track?
3: I I don't keep a prayer journal, but uh, I have to say, you know, after, uh, time, you after know, time, I pray daily, mm-hmm. and so um, my prayers include many people, those of us here, and so forth, and so that. Uh, daily reminder of who we prayed for on Sunday and including them in your prayers, you know, as you go along through the week, I think is is powerful. And, um, you know, there's many prayers that um, people want. And we're praying, you know, well, you, in our Bible study, we pray for people in Pennsylvania people yeah. in Arizona people all basically all over the world, um, and it's not the first time. But we know these people through prayer. You know, Phil's got a brother and a nephew in on the East Coast that we've prayed for for years.
1: Years, yeah. And I will say on a personal note, uh, my nephew in particular, who's just gone through the mill with every like adolescent problem you can conjure right now prayer answered you know he came to thanksgiving dinner this year after not speaking to me or my brother for two years but we
3: celebrated you know with your brother and your family and your nephew on sunday
1: that's right we did (laughs) yeah
3: yeah i mean we're close enough you know uh to to that particular situation yeah uh you know and you just you, it's painful but you know in the end the lord's gonna gonna do the work you know
0: and i think that's that's one of the values of 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 the relationships that grow out of bible study you know i just i've been hearing uh uh on different uh different podcasts or different radio stations that i listen to you know that uh you know, recently that as a culture we're a very lonely culture. You know that yeah. we're surrounded by people and we're very busy, but we don't have deep relationships. We're we're isolated from each other. We're lonely. Um, and uh, and one of the things that Bible study does, besides simply spending time in the Word of God, is connecting you with people who pray about you, who care about about your extended relatives and what's going on in your family. And you become you become a a micro family if you will and there's there's a lot of power in that
3: yeah. a lot of yeah, power. one <clears throat> one thing i would mention you know particularly in southern california um, we're not all of us but most of us are are immigrants mm-hmm. we've immigrated here from somewhere so we left our family on the east coast mm-hmm. or in iowa or wherever and we're here and we're searching for for family or for connections and uh, Bible study is um, is powerful in doing that not only connecting to Christ but also and God but also the love that is shared between everyone and concern
1: I want to ask you guys about like I know this morning You were already at a a Bible study. It's like, it seems like, are you doing a Bible study every day? (laughs) But it's so cool because I know that both of you guys interact with the Catholic Church here, the Methodist Church here. So can you just tell me where you were this
2: morning and what's going on? (laughs) About, um, I don't know, 12 or 15 years ago, Hank invited me to a Bible study he was attending over at the Methodist Church. And I value his friendship and his invitation, and I actually was looking forward to getting out of the Lutheran community, you know, uh, <laughs> Okay, oh, we have wow. to end the podcast here. Only <laughs> because I spend, you know, every waking Dave, moment edit that within the Lutheran <laughs> community. But it was nice to say, step away from that into a different experience. Yeah. And, um, and so for about the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, I've been part of the Thursday morning Bible study with Hank. Um, at six thirty AM to seven thirty AM. Um, and it's, and, and I'm a morning person. Yeah. And even if I wasn't, I would get out of bed. Wow. Um, and I really it over there. Seasoned Christian men. Um, it's a very focused group. We have good materials. Um, we start on time. We have good quality content. We pray at the end. Yeah. And then, um, I, I can't imagine my life, um, Without that experience, right. you know, if, if if you took that Thursday morning Bible study out of my life, and I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, um, it would be a big gap in my personal life, my faith journey. Mm. It'd be I don't know what it would be. So it's just awesome. I look forward to it every Thursday morning, and um, I thank Hank for inviting me. You know, a long time ago, and um, that's it. Yeah. And,
0: and you're part of a Bible study down in the other valley yeah. where you're like one of the youngest guys, right? I,
3: well, I, uh, not any longer. Uh-huh. We're a couple, couple younger than I. But, uh, yeah, a Bible study that meets in Burbank, again, at 630 in the morning. Uh, and it's a group that's been meeting continuously since 1951. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Yeah, oh, my goodness is right. And uh, in this case, we have our leader is a uh, Presbyterian pastor. So, you know, we're kind of expanding the, the circle. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a powerful group as well. And, uh, but interestingly enough, uh, yesterday morning, it shows you, you know, how the Spirit works. Um, the pastor sends an email or a message to my friend and says hey i'm not going to be able to make it today so here we are having breakfast and suddenly okay who who who's going to be the leader today you know well fortunately we'd had a good lesson on sunday
2: mm-hmm. you know
3: i didn't happen to lead that lesson but i was familiar with the material and we opened the book and the spirit very very genuinely did the teaching yeah. uh, thank you lord but uh, so you have to kind of be prepared to but uh but it's a powerful group like like the group that uh, Brett mentioned our thursday morning group
0: so what i'm what I'm getting from both of you is that it is just as important to participate, be a participant as a Bible study as it is to lead a bible study yeah. you gotta you got to uh you got to get you you have to have someone giving you something if you can in turn in turn. Give it away to someone else. Right. A good
3: good example. I can still recall uh, Brett when he caught the bug that eventually uh, became his the mission trip to Guatemala. Mm. And mm-hmm. we were reading uh, material, using materials on the Thursday morning Bible study uh, that were uh, Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. And Brett announced. And when Brett gets excited, you gotta kinda stand back and let him go. (laughs) And he announced what he was gonna do. And we said, sure. You know. And how many did you go take to Guatemala or went with you to Guatemala this last year?
2: Like thirty five. Yeah. Amazing.
3: (laughs) And that's an outgrowth of that Thursday Bible study.
2: Exactly. Yeah, that that's exactly right. The Rick Warren's purpose driven life that we did on my Thursday morning Bible study, had a chapter on international mission work. And um, I said, okay, this spoke to me. I'm going to do that. I I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know how, but I'm making a personal commitment to do (laughs) an international mission trip, and I'm going to do it alone the first year. And a couple years later, uh, an opportunity presented itself, and it was clearly you know, um, a whisper in my ear to go do this. And I did. And, um, it's been a wonderful mission trip experience, you know, for the last, you know, 15 years, um, that started, uh, because I was attending a, a Thursday morning Bible study. It changed, again, changed my life. Yeah. You know, what I think is, I've just, just thinking about this whole conversation we're having, it's,
1: you know, we're here right now. We're talking about Bible studies. You know, I don't know how exciting that is out in popular culture, but it seems like when we kind of peel back the layers here, if you're asking just a man or a woman who is a, a Christian and, in, and invested in their faith, you know, we learn like being in a Bible study, leading a Bible study. That's like a, a deep backbone of their their spiritual uh, you know foundation. And it just seems like uh, I I just love having this conversation because I don't know how many men and women readily talk about like, oh, yeah, well, I've been in a Bible study for the past 10 years. Or I just started going to a a community, you know, house church, new this new venture. And um, it's just an interesting set of foundational tools. I know that what Brett said, you know, I'd be lost without my Bible study. Um, and it's just given me a great peace, you know. And I've got these uh, pieces of the Bible that just are embedded in my brain, like the book of John from our Monday Thursday play here. I love the book of John, <laughs> you know.
3: Amen. Yeah, I, I think Pastor Joe's comment earlier about how being in seminary, you know, uh, a lot of us that have grown up in the church know the stories, you know, I mean you you know the stories just from from Sunday school you know mm. but you don't really know the story until you study it right. and then and and the spirit just opens up and you read the same story i mean you mentioned John you could read you could read the first chapter of John every day for Ten years, and it would be new. Yeah, you would find time. something yeah. new in that. I mean, there's so much content in that first chapter that it's it's just amazing.
1: Yeah, I think that trip to Israel that Pastor Joe's mentioning, like next year, that's something that's been kind of working on me a little bit. I would love to go to see these places like the Garden and. Uh, I don't know, just all these uh, iconic locations to really get a sense because I think what Brett said about interpreting and I don't want to misinterpret something. I don't want to just say, oh, well, you know, God's going to prosper me and not harm me and everything's going to be cool. I don't know if that's exactly right. Yeah, so know?
0: therefore, be watching for a big fat check <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, It doesn't work that way. Yeah,
1: I don't want to be that guy really. And that, I mean, that's... And I know I've got a ton of work, and I'm sure it's just a lifetime of uh, learning, but I don't want to misinterpret, and I certainly don't want to pass on bad information, like, oh, well,
0: this is just Phil's perspective of that passage. I don't want to... Yeah. Well, yeah, and and I think that's one of the things that, things that uh, uh, Hank and Brett bring to this conversation this morning is that after all those years of of leading Bible study, they're still learners. Fundamentally, you're still it's, learners. It's
3: exciting. I yeah. mean, you, you open that next week's lesson, and I actually start on Sunday afternoon, you know, because you just, you, you kind of want to get into it. Yeah. And I don't, I used to look ahead, but I've, I've learned not to do that because... Um, You get yourself confused, and you start talking in Bible study about something that's going to happen down the road, Mm -hmm. you know. And so you want to kind of leave that for the next one. But on Sunday afternoon, you open up that text and and look at it. Right. And you kind of already start to always, in our Bible study, we have the opening question, you know, which is kind of to get everybody... <clears throat> on the same page and kind of forget about what they were thinking about <clears throat> leading up when they walked into Bible study. And, and so trying to figure out the opening question, you know, like, mm-hmm. what'd you have for breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Uh, you know, you just kind of, to get everybody started on, on the same, same page. Yeah.
1: And just before we like wrap this up, just a real basic question. For me maybe for anyone out there that's really thinking like I want to start a Bible study do we just walk into the church office how do we get our hands on these like
0: Augsburg or the materials that Brett mentioned you know is it as simple as asking it's as simple as saying I'm interested in starting a Bible study you can talk to Pastor Mike you can talk to me Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and we'll uh, plug you in with some resources we'll help you Think about how and who you want to reach, and, uh, um, and uh, most of the Bible studies that we have going here are Bible studies that someone in- initially said, I want to start a Bible study. Yeah. It doesn't right. generally doesn't come from the top down, it comes from the bottom up, where people say... You know, I'm interested in starting a Bible study. Okay, well, let's see what we can do to help you do
3: that. I can so. still remember, I don't, I'm not a member of the Thursday uh, evening uh, men's Bible study, but when you fellas started, you know, you were what, three or four or five, you know, started, you know, meeting
1: mm-hmm.
3: and... Um, I've attended a few times, you know, just a bit more at the beginning out of curiosity. But
2: uh, we met at Denny's, you know, yeah. earlier, you know, <laughs> when when Denny's was up there. That's where we met, you know, yeah. in the mornings, and and we were nomads finding a place to meet until we settled on a day and time. And,
0: right. Well, I think uh, I think here's a good point where we can say thank you uh, oh, and yes, kind sir. of wrap it up. Um, uh, since we have a brief moment here where the jackhammer isn't hammering. Uh, so if, once again, if you heard the jackhammer in the background, we're sorry about that um, because the studio is actually my office. My office is right <laughs> next to the Fellowship Center, and they are working on the concrete pad today. Uh, so uh, uh, that means that something's happening, and that's good. Um, but I want to say thank you to co-host Phil. Uh, for stopping by today and uh, and sharing in the conversation uh, before I say thank you to you two guys uh, uh, Hank uh, tell us when your Bible study meets and where okay
3: we meet 9:30 uh, uh, every Sunday in rooms 12 and 13 in the education center
2: okay and and uh, Brett uh, we meet Sunday mornings at 9.30 in the uh, It's the Discovery Bible Study meets in the conference room. And and I'm going to take a second to say we're starting a new Bible study, a new material on Sunday, January 8th. So if you want to plan for that, Sunday, January 8th in the conference room, we're starting a new series. It will either be Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life or a Charles Stanley book called The 30 Life Principles. So if you're looking for a Bible study Sunday, January eighth, nine thirty in the conference room. We're kicking off a new series.
0: Okay, and uh, and with Hanks, which is ongoing, you don't have to wait till the beginning of a new series. No. You can just jump in anytime. Okay,
3: we're wrapping up uh, our study of the Book of John. Okay, and uh, we'll be moving on to the Book of Ephesians. Okay, great. One of my favorite books.
0: Uh, and if you're interested in, uh, in the Bible study that uh, Phil might be starting out in the community, you can talk to Phil Highland. Absolutely. All right. Well... Uh, thank you, Brett Wims. Thank you, Hank Glenn. Thank you, Phil Hyland. Uh, thank you. This has been the Originals uh, podcast. We're glad that you were a part of it today. Uh, thank you to uh, Steve Dole, Phil Hyland, and Dave Barry, who wrote our uh, original music that uh, leads us in and takes us out, uh, as well as Phil for being the, uh, the technical guy and the producer, and for Dave Barry for editing this. Uh, we'll see you next time on the originals.